Welcome back once again to this week's episode of Be Bolder. Uh, as we started out last week, and we're going to continue to roll into this week, one of the things that we are really focused on is taking extreme ownership of the initiatives that are within our company and understanding that the buck stops with us if we're the leader of our company, if we're the CEO, if we're the leader of a team, of a subgroup, of a practice group, I don't care what it is. But if you are the leader, the buck stops with you. And that sounds, you know, all fluffy and wonderful on on paper, but it really is true, right? So this week, um, we're talking once again about some of the principles regarding some of this extreme ownership that we have to think about day in and day out in our businesses. And the next thing that I challenge everybody to sort of think about is one of the things that they bring up in the book, Extreme Ownership, which is by two former uh, U.S. Navy SEALs. Um, And one of those things is the fact that there are no bad teams. In fact, there are only poor leaders. So good teams have good leaders. Poor teams or underperforming teams have either poor leaders or underperforming leaders. And so that seems very simple, but it is almost shocking when you think about it in the business world. So I spend a ton of time in the startup space, both representing clients and uh, investing in startups. I've been doing that for roughly 15 years. And one of the things we always think about in that space is, hey, what is the strength of the team? And as part of uh, our team over at, at Bold, one of the things we actually think about or look at when we're looking at companies and what it is that they need to improve themselves, improve chances of getting funding, improve chances of high growth, if that's the pathway that they are in fact on, is what does the team in totality look like? And it's not just the team in terms of, yes, the leader, but one of the things we actually look at is how is the totality of the team performing? And so that means we talk to everybody top to bottom. And we do that because a lot of times, right, a CEO or the person who's in charge of the business at a, at a point in time, they could look fabulous on paper. And I, I challenge you to think about if this is you. You know, you could look fabulous on paper. You could be doing all the right things. You could have all the right credentials. You know, it could say all of the right things in meetings, but, you know, your team is consistently not hitting its metrics and milestones. It's consistently underperforming or not performing. It's consistently missing targets and mark. And so one of the things that helps to understand that is looking at the totality of the team. And so oftentimes what then happens there is, uh, folks are able to see, you know, even talking to a baseline QA person, you know, you could say, hey, QA individual, quality assurance individual, why do you think that these things are going wrong? And they might plan out, flat out tell you, well, the product of the user, you know, they have different expectations or the thing that the sales folks are selling is not the thing that we are providing to people. Or I don't know what my goals and objectives are, right? So every single person on your team should be able to reiterate what is the mission, vision, and goals of your company. And if they can't, 
you failed as a leader, right? And so that brings us back to there are no bad teams. There are only bad leaders. And we can see this too in sports. You might have a team that is wildly um, stunning, if you will, on paper, right? They have all of the right people. You would say there is no way that they're not going to win X, Y, and Z championship. And then they could they continue to stumble and bumble over themselves and sort of end up, you know, either middle of the road or bottom quartile. And you sit there and you go, this is just not possible. And a lot of times people start to go, well, it's injury or it's this or it's that. No, it's bad leadership. And so it's bad leadership. And that bad leadership then creates a, a scenario where people either don't believe that they can win. They don't believe that they're good enough or they accept subpar performance. And so one of the things I always challenge people to think about is, you know, are you making excuses for your team? Are you making excuses for yourself, not taking extreme ownership like we talked about last week? Or, you know, are you just creating an environment where subpar performance and not hitting metrics is okay? And if that's what you're doing, you are the poor leader. Right. Or the underperforming leader. And I'm not telling you don't be kind to your people. I mean, one of the metrics we think about on the bold side of, of the fence here in our lives is, hey, how are people taking care of themselves? And one of the metrics we tie to is, hey, how are people's physical, mental, financial health? How do those things play out? And if you are pushing folks and those metrics are not OK, you know, you have to ask yourself is what I'm doing in my business or my business line or my subgroup okay? And you have to ask yourself that very seriously and genuinely because a lot of people don't want to say, oh, I'm the poor leader in this scenario. You know, we all have our, our days, our good days and our bad. I will tell you, I, I'm the first person to say there's times where I think I, I've been a poor leader. I haven't pushed people hard enough. I've been too soft on them in terms of giving feedback. I've let them kind of skate by and skate through. And the only thing that hurts is the totality of the team, because then we get into a position where people believe that they can underperform or they're not capable of the elite performance. And I will tell you, everybody's actually capable of elite performance if they are led in the appropriate way, if they are inspired in the appropriate way, if they're directionally shown in the appropriate way. And if they, you have done all of the things that you need to do and the rest of your team is all functioning at a super high level and you've got one party that's just not buying into it, they don't believe in what you're doing, they don't agree with the mission, look, everybody's able to have their disagreements and whatever, but if they're part of the team and they're not buying into mission, you've got a little cancer that's going to start growing right there, right? And it's just going to feed and feed and feed and feed. And so you need to be thinking about these things as you're developing and growing your team and really asking yourself, am I being the leader that I need to be? Am I putting people in the positions that are going to drive for success? Am I encouraging them? Am I pushing them when I need to push them? Am I letting them have a little downtime when they need a little downtime? Am I giving them the ability to be creative? Am I giving them the ability to fail? Sometimes we just need to let people fail and that's okay. And that's still being a good leader. Then it's pick them up, help them figure out where the next direction and next steps are 
and move it and move the ball forward. And if you can't do that with them, or you don't want to do that with them, or they just say, hey, I'm not interested in doing that, then you can say, okay, maybe you're not right for this team. But at the end of the day, it's not about all of the people that have been brought together because we can put them in the right seats and inspire them to greatness and they will do great things. But if you don't put them in the right seat and inspire them to do the great things, you, in fact, are the problem. So as you're thinking about, hey, how am I taking care of my team? How am I inspiring them to greatness? How am I giving them time to be creative every day? How am I giving them bandwidth to make sure I take care of, they take care of their mental health and their physical health and their financial health? Are you giving them the tools to do those things? If you're not, I challenge you to ask yourself if you're being the best leader that you can be. And I will leave you with that. So noodle on that until we get together again next week. And as always, don't forget, don't just be bold. Be bolder.